Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Welcome to TFLP episode 451. We are live tonight. Uh, what is this? October 11th. So tonight uh, Monday. we have. Yeah, it is. It is Monday. It is Monday. So so there we go. Um, so anyway, I'm Lucas, and I am joined tonight uh, by Rick, and then we also have a special guest, uh, Colin Douglas. Um, so if you don't know Colin, he is the uh, promoter for uh, TFCon, so both in Canada and the U.S. So welcome, He's Colin. He's the, the founder, me. promoter, organizer. He is he's the Brian Savage of third-party <laughs> TFCons of conventions. Yes, and the next year will be the 20th anniversary of that, believe it or not, from wow. the first TFCon craziness. How, how many TFCons have there been? Uh, see, I think you and I were talking about this a couple months back, and it, by the time the spring comes around, I think TFCon, there'll be more TFCons than any other Transformers convention ever. Just I think there's already been more TFCons and. It might Any be with this. It might be with this show. I can't remember the exact number now. But yeah, there's because we've been doing multiple shows a year for quite a while now. We're to the point now where um, there's been so many TFCons. It, it's just craziness. And other conventions have taken years off. And but we did the online one last year because there was no ability to do a physical convention. And then uh, here we are doing two this year, another three next year, and uh, keep on going uh, two or three a year. I think the big question that everyone's asking, besides when is TFCon going to be in my town, is when are we finally going to do TFCon Japan? Well, you know, I I don't speak Japanese, so I need some Japanese uh, people to help me out with that one. I'd love. I, I definitely want to go to Japan one day, even if it's just uh, me and uh, some friends or my wife or whatever, just to see it because I've never been personally, and, and I'd I'd love to. Uh, there's a lot of things. Uh, a lot of friends of mine have done the trip and said it's a lot of fun, really amazing place. You know, so one day I'd I'd love to go there. And you know what? If it turns out that there happens to be a PF con as part of that trip, so be it. See that that would be great. I could just tell my wife I'm only going to go to one TFCon this year. It just oh, yeah. happens to yeah. be in Japan, so. Yeah, yeah, whatever. 
my, just... my wife gets mad at me all these trips. So I was like, oh, you're going to China. You're going to Japan. Like, how come I never get to go on these trips with you? I'm like, you don't collect toys. It's her own fault. It's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to stay home with the kids. See, see, my wife actively tries to avoid the convention herself. So uh, a couple years ago when you guys had it for the first time in L.A., I was like, oh, hey, uh, would you like to go to uh, L.A. for spring break, you know, do a Disney trip? And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. I was like, oh, well, <clears throat> by the way, just happens to be a Transformers convention there at the same time. Just I might spend a couple days there while we're. I, since I we're got there. you beat. We were on our honeymoon in Italy, and we're in this little town called Luca, Luca, Italy, and there happened to be a huge toy convention there the day we happened to go on our honeymoon. I remember I walked up to my wife with two big bags, and I said, we're going to have to hit an ATM. (laughs) Did you plan it that way? I did not. It's just, it follows me around. It just... Wherever I go, toys things follow. gravitate towards me that want me to spend money on them. Toys, children. Yeah. You're, you're putting that dealer through college, kids through college. <laughs> well, one, one day I'm going to, all, all of this will be theirs and they can decide what to do with it. And toss it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Burn I, I, it. I'm, I'm surprised that you haven't tried to uh, become a dealer yourself, Rick. I guess I guess at least you'll have a booth this year, right? Yeah, I'm going to have a booth. It's weird because I'll be selling things that I want to keep for myself. So um, that that is very weird. Like I'm selling things that are just it's one of one. There's only one of it and I'm selling it and I'm not keeping it. And that's weird for me. Yeah, that is unusual for you, isn't it? Yeah, I guess I'm getting old. Well, you only got so much room. I've kind of pared down on stuff over the years myself. It used to be to the point where I just buy everything that came out. And I know a lot of people have been in the same spot. And then that stuff kind of just sits in the boxes. And after a few years, I realized that I don't really care so much for that. Because, you know, you collect Transformers, different lines, Masterpiece, third party, mainline stuff. And then uh, get into Marvel Legends, Star Wars Black Series, uh, Masters of the Universe Origins. So, you know, there's only so much space uh, a guy can have. Yeah. Is that right? (laughs) uh, Well, you know, I've got I'm very fortunate that I have a 2200 square foot basement and uh, a four car garage and um, the attic. And then um, space in my shop where I keep things. And um, the good, I mean, if there's anything that's like positive that's come from this addiction is that I'm at the point where it wasn't like my wife goes, hey, where's that? And I can just tell her, oh, it's been there, even though it's brand new. No, we're past that point. It's the point where boxes show up and she just doesn't even care anymore. She's yeah. just—it's there's nothing she can do about it. That, that's the—that's the same with my wife. If something comes up, she just leaves it on my chair. I come home and it's just yeah. there. Yeah, because she knows—you know—if she wants to leave, there's the door. She <laughs> might have to move a few boxes to get to the door. 
that's when she, you have a problem. She knows where the door is. So as long as as long as you can keep the common area of the house fairly neat, uh, the toys can move their way into the basement or storage or whatever you want. Then I don't think it's so much a problem. When it starts taking over the living room and there, it's between you and your wife in the bed, then then you might have a problem. <laughs> yep. It's funny. You walk into my house and uh, you couldn't tell there's anything Transformers related in this house or toy or He-Man or Star Wars. And and then you open a door and it's just like. Whoosh. Yeah. It's like a toy museum. Anyway, about TFCon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When is TFCon this yeah. year? By the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I guess it's just over two weeks away now. Um, yeah, we've got uh, Gary Chalk, Venus Terzo, Greg Berger, Hal Rail, um, and we've got um, a, a new guy um, that uh, from Transformers uh, Cyberverse, uh, Xavier Cadeau. Uh, so that'll be his uh, first Transformers convention. Um, yeah, he's uh, excited to meet people for the first time. Oh, and we've got uh, Bob Badiansky as well. Yep. And uh, a few uh, uh, Transformer comic artists, Josh Burcham, Andrew Griffith, uh, Livio Ramondelli, and uh, Casey Culler. Yep. So there's a few people coming to the show. Um, pretty decent lineup. Um all the regular programming that we normally do and uh, a nice size sold out dealer room. Uh, it's going to be a really good turnout for people. Uh, advanced tickets are incredibly strong uh, to the point where we actually reached capacity for uh, advanced ticket sales. So we had to start selling a general admission uh, starting at uh, 12 o'clock on the Saturday um, just because uh, it's just such everybody there's pent-up demand i think for people coming back to shows in person everybody's really excited to be doing it again so uh, i know that conventions kind of all across the u.s right now are seeing record numbers uh, for people showing up uh, shows are doing incredibly well everybody can't wait to be back out and uh, celebrating their uh, slice of fandom again and that's what we'll be doing next weekend yeah, that kind of caught me by surprise uh, with the weekend passes selling out already. Because a lot of times you just kind of wait and you're like, oh, I'll just, I'll just go ahead and get it right before the show. And and yeah, they're like, oh, wait, they're already sold out. Oops. Like, yeah. yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's never it's not something. Well, I just it's not something where I want to jam too many people in the room at once either. Um, want to be very um careful about capacity and trying to make sure that it, it, it is be as safe as we can uh, with the way the world is right now. Right. So we'll try to be res as responsible as we can in terms of that. And uh, I think that this was the kind of the best way to um, make it work out so everybody could experience the show. So some people will be coming in a little bit later um, and we'll get everybody through as uh, in, into the showroom as quickly as we can just be keep an eye on that capacity level yeah that's one so, thing i was curious about with uh you know the show and covid and in general and, and all that 
Um, so, you know, what type of precautions are you guys going to try and take for, you know, both the guests and attendees? Well, we do have a mandatory mask uh, policy in effect. Uh, there will be no exceptions to that. So um, we, we ask if people are unable to wear a mask for whatever reason that they don't attend the show. Um, and that will be enforced. Um, that's we, that's the only way we can uh, responsibly, I, I think, do this. I understand that people have different viewpoints on it, and uh, I respect different opinions, but uh, our decision for this is uh, master mandatory, and that's uh, what we'll be enforcing. So is that um, coming from you, or is that coming from you in the venue, or... Or is that a state mandate? It's a, so the, it's the Baltimore City um, um, mandate is uh, masks are required for indoor use. So it's not it's not at the state level. It's at the the city level, um, and we are definitely going to be abiding by those uh, local uh, guidelines. And I know you, I think I'd saw online too, that, um, you know, some places are like, oh, it's okay if you're eating or drinking and whatnot. But I know that one thing with the show floor, one, it's probably not a great place to, you know, eat anyway, but are you guys not allowing uh, food and drink on the show floor? Yeah, attendees will not be allowed to bring in coffee or anything like that um, on the show floor. So that that uh, that's another thing that we have on there, and uh, that'll be something we'll be checking at the door. Yeah, I was I was planning on setting up my crockpot of New England clam chowder, well, and just giving out free samples. But um, yeah, we'll have it, to maybe that. next year. Yeah, yeah. Once COVID's over, we can dive in. Right, right. Um. So I, I do want to briefly talk about before. I mean, there's so many questions about safety and, and precautions. Uh, but before we get too into that, you know, you touched on the the pre-sale numbers and how many people we we can generally expect to attend. Um, right next door, the very same weekend, it's Baltimore Comic Con. So do you think that's had an effect on how many people are going to come? Do you think there's going to be any crossover between people going to that show? And will you have any signage pointing them? Hey, look over here. Yeah, well, we've already um, I've read online already. People are saying, oh, I'm going to go Baltimore Comic Con this day and I'm going to do TFCon this day. So I think it's actually been good for both shows because some people would uh, are thinking, oh, you know, I can hit up two shows in one weekend if I drive down there and stay over or whatever, right? So I think that there, the, the benefit is definitely there. Um, whether or not um, whether or not that drove uh, the attendance up, I don't know. Um, I think that, uh, like I said before, people are just super excited to be out and doing things again and uh, the pent-up demand is just there, and um, both shows, I think, will end up doing really, really well in terms of attendance and and uh, ha- have good success because of it. Um, so, um, 
going back to the to the COVID thing, um, masks are going to be enforced. Um, I think that's a good move. Uh, no food and drink on the sales floor. That's a good move. Um, enforcement, uh, people walking around, staff or uh, people at the door. Yeah, we, we will have security guards on site. Okay. Yeah, and we'll be keeping an eye on that. And hopefully everybody's respectful of the rules. I understand people, have, again, have different opinions on it, but, you know, this is, this is the rules for the show. And hopefully, um, we, we, I was at a, did a show last weekend. And you know what? Every, it was so, uh, everybody was so respectful. Um, not, not a single person without a mask on. But it was in Canada, wasn't it? Well, it was, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. See, in America, we have freedom. <laughs> and, and people, some people don't, under, I don't want to get too political, but some people don't understand that freedom also carries with it responsibility. Yeah. And if you want to attend the special gathering, I have been dying to get back to a convention. I'm so looking forward to getting my social battery drained by by talking with my friends, hanging out with them. A mask is isn't going to stop me. I'll I'll wear I'll wear two masks. I'll wear two masks and an eye patch if I have to. Just just to be able to get away from from all of this and and my kids. For uh, one patches week, are not required, by the way, just FYI. I mean, if they were, I'd be okay with it. So well, I'm, I commend you for, for being one of the first guys out there to have a show. And I thank you for being safe about it. Well, thanks. I, I think that um, we're doing the best that we can um, in these circumstances. And I think that um, for the most part, um, everybody's going to be on board and just super happy to be there. So I, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to uh, be out and uh, pick some stuff up for myself and uh, see everybody that I. It's been like it's been two years since the last in-person TFCon, right? So it's been a long time. Usually we're, we're able to see our friends like at least once a year, if not twice, um, at various shows. So it's been a long, long time, and I know a lot of people have been able to interact online but it's it's not the same as getting together in person right so uh, i'm i'm excited to uh, be able to bring this back to everybody again and i know a lot of people are super anxious for it to happen so it, it's going to be a great time uh, one other question um <clears throat> as far as for the panels and whatnot are you guys going to be limiting attendance for those at all or trying to spread people out you know either way and whatnot yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna do our best um, to um, space out those uh, seats a little bit more than usual. Um, the 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 we're definitely we always look at the capacity of what's recommended and um, see what the uh, public health recommendations are. Um, and 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 it's ultimately it's kind of gonna come down to personal. Um, preference and personal feeling and levels of comfort as well. Um, some people will be uh, fine sitting in a, in a panel room uh, for hours at a time and uh, have no problem with it. And some other people may be uh, not as comfortable sitting next to people, right? So we want to try to make that um, comfort level 
there as much as possible. So when when the time comes, uh, we'll we'll be following the the capacity uh, recommendations. We'll be looking to see how we can um, pr space the the chairs so things are uh, as comfortable as possible for people and. Uh, hopefully that uh, everybody uh, is has a good time as a result of it. And then is should anyone know anything about interacting with the guests and whatnot as far as for, you know, I know online it says that there's some autographs and photo op opportunities and whatnot. I wasn't sure exactly with, with that if, you know, still want to try to stay you know, six feet apart, or if you do, you know, whatever, masking up, all those types of things. I know a lot of the other Comic-Cons where they, you know, let them be like, oh, take your mask down for the picture and, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I didn't know what you, what your guys' policy is going to be. Well, I know that um, with uh, uh, the guests that I've spoken to so far, I think uh, the majority of them will be uh, keeping the masks on. Um, so, um, it shouldn't be an issue coming up, getting an autograph. Um, if you want to get the photo, maybe it's kind of like you're not like completely facing uh, the person. Uh, so it looks like you're kissing or whatever, but maybe you're turned away a little bit uh, to try to get that good photo in there. And, and you know what? It's, it's, it's all about the experience, right? So we want to try to make that experience as comfortable for everybody as possible. We don't want to make it awkward um for the guests and for the attendees coming through we want it to be a fun experience come meet uh, these people um get some stuff from your collection signed or get a photo signed and if you want to if you're comfortable getting a photo uh, the guest is comfortable getting a photo with you so um that's going to be the personal preference of the person and you know what that's unfortunately that's just the the world way the world is right now we've got to wear masks in this setting so um that's that's just the way it's got to be this year who knows a year from now maybe it'll be different but um, the way things are right now we're, i'm just happy that we're able to uh, run the event for everybody right that, that's the so, thing is, is I'm, I'm willing to you know do this just so that we can actually all get together and and see our friends and whatnot so Besides people's personal feelings, what do you think has been one of the biggest challenges in trying to get things going again? Um, well, over the I think over the course of the year, it's um, we hear different things. At first, it was like, okay, capacity is at fifty percent, capacity is at this. These are the restrictions. Now this has changed. This restriction has changed. Uh, last year it was like, oh, is there? is there even the possibility of doing a show with the way things are? And it was like, no, no, cancel, cancel, cancel. Okay. So all those people, uh, in terms of vendors, we never put tickets on sale until we know, had a good feeling for the show, like for attendees, uh, that the show would actually happen. Right. So after Orlando and having to, uh, that show happening, like in COVID hitting like a week before the show, uh, spending 24 hours, my wife and I can't, uh, refunding everybody uh, from that show, all the all the vendors, all the attendees, and there was no can't uh, refund all option because of COVID at that time either. It was like a one by one process, so that was a bit of a challenge. Uh, and then uh, saying, oh, maybe we'll be able to do a show this fall. No, nope, that's canceled. 
So um, having the vendors uh, have the option to move their bookings to this show now um, and finally for it to have happened is a, a fantastic thing. It's just kind of a lot of ups and downs and uh, planning for stuff that may or n may not happen and then to finally see it uh, come to reality uh, in a, a week and a half here is uh, a, a good feeling to finally be there and see the light at the end of the tunnel after all these delays and um, obstacles we've had to jump through here. What do you think you're looking forward to the most? Uh, stroking your beard. <laughs> yes, uh, but pre-sale tickets have sold out, unfortunately. Oh, so right. besides, there is besides that. Stand, yes. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm just excited to be able to kind of travel again, to uh, go, go out and uh, meet up with people, like I said, that I haven't seen like two years in person. Um, it, it's just, I think everybody's kind of feeling the same way or they can't wait to like act and to kind of feel normal again, even if I have to wear a stupid mask. I hate masks just like everybody else, but we got to wear them. That's just the way it is right now. And I just can't wait to be able to get out and feel that sense of normalcy again and to and do stuff that I and, and love to do again. That, that's what I'm excited about. All right, so same as everyone else, basically. Oh, yeah. Same as everyone else. So something else that's happening that weekend, besides uh, Baltimore Comic Con, uh, I think PulseCon is that weekend, right? Who? Exactly. But... <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> well, I think that answers my question whether PulseCon will be streaming or not somewhere, but... Oh, Hasbro PulseCon. Ha Hasbro, so yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, I, th I thought you said post-con for some reason. No, it must be my uh, Canadian ears. But I think that uh, what our plan is, so with Hasbro Pulse uh, happening that weekend, um, they haven't released that schedule yet, but what we're going to do is, because I, 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 it's Friday, Saturday, so what what we're going to do is on that Saturday, assuming there's a Transformers panel, we're going to make room in our panel room and stream that through so people can uh, watch that in person. Very nice. So we'll be able to watch it all together and get the, the oohs and ahs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The last time I felt something like that was, I think, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> so it's been it's been a minute. Yeah, it's it, been a minute think, since I've, think, I've gotten so, that uh, interaction. Yeah, and I think that I think that um, when when the time comes, we'll just kind of rejig our schedule and we'll and we'll move things around just so we can make uh, time for that whatever hour, half hour it is, or whatever forty five minutes, whatever time frame it is, we'll make room on the schedule for it, and that'll be uh, that'll be something where not everybody, some people want to can just watch it on their own phone or personal device or whatever or, but if people want to come all together at uh, tfcon we'll uh, we'll have that streaming in the panel room so and and i think that they usually do stuff on the they'll be doing stuff on the friday too so 
we're gonna we're gonna take a look at that schedule and uh, we'll see see how much stuff we can stream into the uh, the panel room uh, over those two days. So it's pretty good. Yeah, I think it. I think it's a. It, it'll be a, a nice opportunity because usually everybody's want, been over the last year um, when Hasbro's been doing these uh, different events. It, everybody's kind of sitting in their own house and maybe they're messaged back and forth with some friends online. But I think the experience of being able to watch that all together and kind of get that old school feeling of uh, seeing some cool stuff together. I think it'll be a, a fun experience. Great, great, yes. So, speaking of fun stuff, I know I'm curious. I mean, a few people on our team are curious, and I don't know if you want to drop any hints, but, um, you know, the, the world has changed, and I'm, I'm hoping that some some of these people that show up to sell stuff, I, I'm hoping they might bring an exclusive or two. Well, I heard there might be some exclusives at the show. Okay, so well, that's good. I don't, I doubt you'll be able to tell me anything more unless well, unless you well, want to. Well, we we have been able to. One of them leaked a little bit early, so we have revealed it. It's going to be um, a repaint of the New Age uh, Pistolonix, I guess it's called. It's uh, like a Megatron homage, and that's going to be available at the choice the Chosen Prime booth, and it's limited to uh, 500 pieces. It's a black variant. So I think that one's going to be uh, fairly popular. Everything I've read online, it's uh, been uh, quite uh, quite popular. And uh, there will be more news coming soon. Excellent. So as we receive the images from the manufacturers, um, that uh, will be revealed. So uh, I'm hoping, uh, is there going to be a third-party panel this there year? Will. Yeah. yeah. But the, 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 the looks like right now, instead of the Saturday, we're going to actually do it on the Sunday. So it's going to be a little bit different this year. <clears throat> and uh, are you doing uh, a dealer's? Sorry? Oh, I was going to say, uh, give, give you more time for the uh, manufacturers to slip in some last-minute slides, right? Perhaps, perhaps, yeah. Are, are you going to be doing a dealer or a um, organizer's panel as yes. well? Yeah, and at that point, we'll uh, announce the uh, date and location of the 2022 fall uh, location. Now, there's, there's another TFCOM coming up this year. There is. This year we have, uh, so the usually uh, every year, um, Toronto has, hosts TFCon, and that usually happens in July. Uh, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, uh, that couldn't happen. But now, um, actually, things have really been improving in the Toronto area. Actually, on Monday, um, the province of Ontario just... Uh, released uh, the capacity restrictions on uh, gatherings like this. So um, if you're vaccinated, you're able to uh, cross the border, drive across the border and come to TFCon Toronto happening December 10th to uh, the 12th in uh, later this year. It will be a lot, a little bit colder than uh, the normal uh, summer show, but the temperature of Toronto is the same as like Chicago or 
Philadelphia or New York City. It, it's all, it's the same. It, it's all around the same uh, latitude there. So, um, so being from New England, it's shorts. Yeah, yeah, shorts, yeah. yeah. Actually, actually, be warmer. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be wearing shorts if I go, but I won't yeah. be going because oh. you know, Christmas season is the fair. It's the big season for my shop now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And and the thing is like. We'd rather, even if it's uh, having to do it in December, we'd rather do it in December rather than not be able to do it at all, right? And I know a lot of people are um, from that Toronto area are happy that we're uh, saving TFCon for this year uh, because after a couple of years, again, people are missing it, right? So we're excited to bring that back and give people that option that especially there's... You know, there's people that are coming in from uh, out of town and uh, from the States coming up to that show. And actually, we'll be starting to uh, announce guests for that show uh, uh, this week. So uh, anybody from that area can look for that. But I know there's another show that you might be going to starting next year. We'll, we'll see about that, but I don't think anything's been announced yet. So Well, I, I think you might be interested in the one in Los Angeles. So TFCon Los Angeles, I wasn't sure if that was public knowledge or not. It is. It is. Okay. So we announced it. Uh, uh, it was a, it, back in the summer, I think it was now. So it is an up um, exhibitor uh, registration is happening, um, and they went following the fall show in uh, Baltimore. Here, uh, tickets will be going on sale the end of this month for that show, and that's happening March 11th to 13th. So something to keep in mind uh, if you're holding out for to go to a Transformers convention. Last year, this show had 50 guests from Transformers Media. So that's voice actors, writers, and uh, other people uh, from the show. So this show is going to be comparable to that. Well, I think being in Los Angeles, I mean, you're opening your, yourself up to so many more guests. Because that that's where people live, and they can just make a, a drive over. Yeah, and we're we're look. I've already um, we've been in contact with a lot of people that haven't didn't do the last TFCon Los Angeles, so uh, there will be a, a lot of uh, new faces there as well. We'll probably have some uh, a fair. Uh, we'll be inviting back a lot of people um, that uh, had a great time there, um, voice actors and writers and such. But uh, we want to bring in some uh, fresh blood as well, so it won't. It'll be uh, another huge lineup of guests. So anybody that's uh, holding out uh, for a Transformers convention in the new year, uh, you can consider that one as well. So that won't be one to miss. Um, any hints as to who? Well, I guess you can't announce who, who the guests are yet, right? Uh, well, we're going to start announcing that. Um, uh, after the Baltimore show. Yeah. And you said tickets but, will be on sale after the Baltimore show as well for attendees? Yeah. yeah. Yes, at the end of the month. So I think I want to say October 30th is the plan for that. And uh, then again, there'll be another uh, mask or mandatory uh, situation. Right. <clears throat> right. Yeah, so... No, I, 
I was going to say, I mean, I think, Colin, you, you do a great job of making all of them feel like a TFCon, I guess. Like, everyone has their or is a little bit different. But at the same time, I mean, you know, when I went to L.A., I mean, it was it was great with all of the, the guests last time. So. Well, I kind of I, I always kind of approach it from the perspective that I want to when I go to a Transformers convention, this is what I want it, would want it to look like. This is how I would want it to operate. And um, from from a perspective as being a, a fan of Transformers, so I do. We do the best that we can um, from that perspective, and um, I think that uh, for the most part, uh, people are pretty uh, happy because they keep coming back. So. Absolutely. Um, the questions we got. So um, I'm just looking at our comments on Facebook, and um, <clears throat> I'm not sure if this is directed towards me or not, but um, Catherine says, masks are more effective without beards. <laughs> Will I shave for the event? Um, possibly. Possibly. I am thinking of going more uh, psycho Mel Gibson. Trim it down a little. Just the, you know, just just a little strip here in the handlebars. Not as much as me. (laughs) No, I did that. I did that for, you know, I did that when COVID started and then I grew it back because I was at home and I could do that without it being weird. I did that once and mine didn't grow back. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's always the concern. So, um, let's see. I'm trying to think if there's... Just looking at our comments here. Um, TFCon tickets, uh, you said, will go on sale in the fall after the Baltimore Shore? Yeah. For LA? Yes. For LA, yes. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah, the end of this Um, And so the general mission tickets that are on sale now, is that, will the attendees that buy that be able to get in at noon or will they potentially have to wait? um, Like if, you know, as other, you know, certain people come in or go out like and and whatnot, like, is there potentially a delay with them being able to get in? Well, there is potentially uh, a delay. Um, But I think that, um, Traditionally, um, the first couple hours are typically the busiest time um, for the show floor. Um, at, at 12 o'clock, we've got like the Generation 1 uh, panel uh, tentatively planned. So that's usually uh, a, sh- a show that um, draws some people to the panel room. And so, in, to be honest, the, there's not... There's not a ton of people that have had to buy general admission at this point versus the weekend tickets and the um, back to those early admission tickets, right? So it's kind of a, a smaller percentage of the people. My hope is that we won't have people waiting long, but there is always the potential there, right? And that's something that we had there in the ticket description. Um, just as a kind of a disclaimer, just so people are prepared, right? Um, 
my hope is that uh, there we won't have any delay and those people will be able to get on the show floor. Um, but uh, we, again, we've got to be mindful of the capacity restrictions. Um, this isn't something that we all that we didn't anticipate all this happening at, at the time of booking the show, right? Um, so I, I'm uh, I'm sure that uh, the attendees will be uh, cooperative, and again, everybody would be happy to be there and uh, to, to be in the show, and we'll do our best to absolutely get everybody on the show floor as, uh, as soon as we can. Is, is that something that you and your staff are going to be monitoring, or is that something that the fire marshal is there and, and monitors? Well, we're going to be we're going to be monitoring the uh, the people going in and out of the show floor. So there's like little counter apps that you can install on your phone, and um, when people first come in, we'll take a take a count, right? Um, or know how many tickets we've sold, and we didn't oversell, so we'll let all those people through first. Um, and then when the time comes and as people go in and out of the, the show, we can use that counter app to go up and down and see where we're at in terms of capacity, right? And uh, as long as uh, I would anticipate we're going to be okay, but um, we're still going to monitor it, right? We want to be as responsible as possible for this. How big is the uh, vendor room floor this year? Is it a similar size to... You know the other ones like in Chicago or the you know the old hotel that was in I can't remember what the last DC one what what city yeah. that was. Yeah, Reston. No, it's Reston. Uh, actually bigger than the Reston location. Okay. So, uh, so which is good because um, I did love the Reston location. I loved the hotel. The only thing, one of the few things that I didn't like is the size of the exhibitor room that uh, for the dealer room was a little bit small for we had we had outgrown it unfortunately um so that was this is an hour north um the, the east coast is always a uh, really great reception for tfcon um we love being coming to the east coast because there's so much to do and uh, everybody um uh, obviously the reaction to the show is so great uh, especially this year that we want to keep coming back there. So uh, coming to Baltimore, we're uh, able to be not too far from where we were, where we've had the great success uh, for TFCon and being able to get the bigger room. It was uh, uh, good, really, really good. I I'd love to uh, e get an even bigger room if uh, we were to come back to Baltimore in the future. So we'll see how the show goes. Uh, was there any problem getting dealers for the convention? No, not at all. Um, the like I said, the the room sold out. Um, we had um, we had when we we opened up um, dealer registration last year uh, for Chicago, like tentatively to see what would happen, right? And because uh, we didn't know how long all this was going to last, nobody did, right? And then uh, we got to the point where we knew, okay, well, there's no way we're going that <laughs> that the that this show is going to happen. It just it it's just not possible, right? So um, the majority of those dealers they decide to just wait until this year. Say, well, I'll just do the the next show then. And uh, we announced the the next show, and people continued to book and. Um, 
there was the, it, it's interesting because a lot of people book early um, for exhibitor space uh, for TFCon because they because we have had to um, especially with the uh, DC uh, Reston uh, location we've had to uh, turn dealers away unfortunately uh, just because we uh, lacked uh, space there. So that was one of the reasons we moved out of there as well, so we could offer uh, more exhibitors the opportunity to uh, the vend at the show, gives the attendees more shopping options, bigger show floor, just a better experience overall. So do you have any final thoughts uh, a week and a half out heading into TFCon? It's, it's been roughly two years since we've all gathered together for an event um anything you any parting words uh i'm looking forward to it um i know uh, a lot of people are looking forward to it um it's uh like i said we did a show uh like just a local toy show here last week and uh it was a little bit different but you know what um from from the perspective of organizing a show, the most of the logistics are still there. Um, just uh, trying to get my glasses not to fog up. A little bit of tape on the. On yeah, the... I, I might have to try that. Yeah. Or um, put some epoxy on it. That'll that'll work too. Uh, crazy glue. Yeah. Yeah, okay. gorilla glue. Yeah, okay. It works yeah. in your hair, too. Well, that, I, I tried that once. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> there is another question, last-minute question here in the chat. Um, so, uh, Big Daddy Reviews asks, will there be a separate line for premium weekend pass to enter the dealer room on Saturday morning? So, I'm assuming, is that the... I think there was yeah. one where you could get the all the exclusives early. Is, I, is that the one he's referring to, I think? Yes, yes. So there always is a separate line for that, and that'll be uh, there'll be signage for that, uh, and it's a separate wristband. So um, yeah, for anybody that hasn't uh, done that particular uh, option before, uh, there'll be a, a separate line because those people are front of the line as part of that um, that package, and uh, will th that'll be identified to them as well um, when they register on site on Friday. Man, I, you know, I almost kind of want to buy one of those just so I can, you know, have that experience. I haven't done that yet. So. Um, yeah, I know there's there's always an exclusive or three that I can't get uh, at the show. So um, I, I'm hoping to score at least one or two this year. So. Um. Hopefully my name carries some weight and I can, you know. <laughs> Are you going to pull the, the do you know who I am buy, buy kind of thing you know, there, Rick? For the kids. Oh, for the kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's for my daughters. Yeah. They um, <clears throat> love <clears throat> Transformers. Oh, yeah, so, I'm sure. Uh, they love high-end third-party figures, right? Right. So that's all, right. That's all they, right. they want to collect. Once you it know, goes behind the glass, dolls. we can all admire it. Once it yeah. goes in the glass case, it's for everyone to admire, not just me. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm, I'm sure. So. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to um, 
spending some money and buying some shit and getting caught up on some stuff that I haven't bought because I haven't been around people. Looking forward to seeing you and your beautiful wife and uh, and seeing Lucas and, and Peter and Nick and everyone, Serge and everyone else who's going to be at the show. Um, is Zaldron going to be at the show? God, I, I I don't think so. I think he said he he wasn't going to be able to make it. So I, I guarantee you, he shows up, but he doesn't tell anyone who, well, it, that, who he is. That was half the reason that we wanted to have you on tonight, Colin, was because all of us are going to the show, so we kind of want to get a, a feel of of how things are going to go. Um, so I. I may be the furthest driving. Um, I think I'm coming from Kansas City, so I don't know if anyone else is driving any further. But uh, I'm about six hours. Yeah, we're sixteen. So. Oh yeah, well you know. That's a little bit further. Yeah. That... You, you do that all in one day? No, we we usually split it up. We'll do like four or five hours, and then twelve the the next okay. day. So. Well, you know, it it's not 16 hours if you cut out stopping at all the Targets and Walmarts on the way. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's like four hours if you we cut need, all the Walmarts and Targets. We need exclusives to hit because we did that last time. Like the Walgreens exclusive a lot of times hits right before the show. And so we'll just raid every Walgreens on, you know, across the U.S. as we're coming to the show. So I know when we were doing road trips, a eight-hour trip always became like nine nine and a half hours because we had to stop at every target and walmart or toys r us along the way yeah that's the problem that's why my kids don't like going in the car with me yeah yeah a carload of collectors is like hey guys target oh stop let's stop running now it's like target gamestop oh gamestop's right there (laughs) gotta go to gamestop i don't play any games but they got they carry stuff too exclusives See, now There's you can just call everywhere. it inventory, Rick. You're like, oh, I'm just trying to get inventory for the show. That's I'm just trying that's to archive stuff. I'm just trying to archive. That's, that's what it is. Stuff. So. So. But uh, anyway, well, um, thank you so much for being on, Colin. Um, thanks to everyone in the chat that asked questions. I know uh, uh, Zaldron, Big Daddy Reviews, Logan, Antoine was in there, Catherine, Daniel... Uh, if I missed anyone, I apologize. Oh, Ron was in there earlier. So, but, um, thanks guys. And, uh, we hope to, uh, we probably won't broadcast live from TFCon, but we'll probably do a show from TFCon and upload it. Cause you never know about the Wi-Fi situation at the hotel. So, but anyway, so thanks guys. And okay, we'll- thank-, well, thank you, Colin, for being on. Looking forward to seeing you. Yep. Yeah. Thanks. For having me and really looking forward to it. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure. A presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening. And ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet. And share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. 
and we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. 